Blog Talk Radio. Relationships and your reputation. It truly is a who knows you deal. Today I will share my three favorite strategies for an on and offline relationship that leads to a trustworthy reputation. You have tuned in to Debt Free Wealth Radio with Trudy Beerman. Thank you for taking me along with you as you're listening in on your mobile phone, on the web, or through our syndicated outlets. Welcome. I invite you to come on board as we explore all things money to move Christians to profitable stewardship via debt-free wealth by embracing the Bible as a practical, relevant guide to success. Today's topic is relationships and success. Who knows you and what they know about you matters. So I was going through the Bible and a couple of verses just jumped right out at me. Proverbs 22 verse 1 says, A good name is to be chosen rather than great riches, and favor is better than silver or gold. 1 Peter 2 verse 12 says, Keep your conduct among the Gentiles honorable, so that when they speak against you as evildoers, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day of visitation. Philippians 4 verse 5 says, Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. And Acts 16 verse 2 says, Timothy was well thought of by the believers in Lystra and Iconium. So Paul wanted him to join them on their journey. Now, these are just a handful of verses. There really are many more, but the, the one that really triggered this conversation today was Proverbs 22, verse 1. A good name is to be chosen rather than great riches, and favor is better than silver or gold. Guys, reputation matters. Reputation matters, and reputation is built relationships. Large corporations know this, and they spend great amounts of money to create brand awareness because when you are ready to make a spending decision, we tend to go with the familiar. And so, you know, like I remember, um, I've never done business with Aflac Insurance, for example, but I surely am aware of them. They've done a good job of letting me be aware of who they are, what they do, and if I really was going to consider getting that kind of insurance, they would be the ones that I turn to. So it really is a who knows you deal and what what people know about you. And because large corporations know this, they're spending their money to make sure that not only you know them, but that you know them in a good and positive way. This is very very important. So I want to ask you right now, who knows you? It's not a matter of who you know as much as who knows you. So for example, you know, I've been in conversations where people like to name drop. Um, We certainly have had our uh, favorite pictures where we've had, you know, three seconds of the celebrity and we had an opportunity to take their picture. But honestly, guys, do they know us? Will they even remember us two seconds later? Even if you put the picture in front of them, they may still draw a mental blank. 
So who we claim to know is not as important as who knows us because if you think you know somebody and they, on the other hand, have a negative opinion of you, you may or may not want them to have something to say about you. This shows up a lot when people are looking for recommendations or if they're leaving one job to the next. Sometimes people deliberately not put any reference to their last job because they're scared of what someone from that company would say about them. Rarely it matters so much what others are going to say about us. And here's the thing. Bad news spreads faster and farther than good news. So if you're a leader entrepreneur, if you end up if you end up getting known for being lazy, unreliable, or inefficient, and that becomes your reputation, that is a reputation that is very hard to shake. And whether you like it or not, may spread far and wide and affect your business. So much so, if you've got, looked around and you see businesses by the same name hanging up a big sign under new management, what they're really doing there is trying to shake a reputation that has, been a, that has become a stigma to that organization. And that's what we need to try to avoid, and that's what I'm hoping to help you do today with this show. So let's go back a, a bit because there's clues here for us in these verses. A good name is to be chosen rather than riches, and favor is better than silver or gold. You know, there are many wealthy criminals. <laughs> People are ending up on the most wanted uh, screens splashed across the United States and internationally. They are well known, but they're well known for the wrong reason. So we, the goal of today is not only to get well known, because when you're well known, you establish influence. Guys, selling, when you're ready Get, when, people, when you want people to take their wallet out and spend money with you, that is a process of influence. That is a process of influence. Selling really comes down to influence. Marketing is more about education, you know, creating a brand awareness. But the, when it comes to people taking their wallet out and spending money with you, it comes to influence. And influence comes right back to your reputation, okay? So really... You want to have influence through having your name being popular, but that name needs to be associated with good things. You want to have a good name. And the good name is more important than riches, but a lot of times that good name will bring riches, okay? Second Peter, First uh, Peter 2, verse 12, again, says, keep your conduct amongst the Gentiles honorable. So when they speak against you, as evildoers, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day of visitation. That, again, comes back to reputation. If somebody is going around saying something negative about you and it is untrue, your reputation is going to be the standard by which people judge you. If you're known to be a liar, then if someone says something, no matter how hard you try, you're telling the truth in this moment, your reputation as a liar is going to stand against you. But if you're known for being a person of integrity and somebody hears something that sounds off-key, they may not be as quick to believe it, especially those who know you best. Okay, So this is where keeping your good name is very, very important because guess what? People will speak 
evil against you. There will be those out there that just seek to smear you, some just because they're jealous, some for all kinds of other reasons, misunderstanding, whatever, but that may happen. But if you have a good name and your reputation is known for being one of integrity, then that is, is even if that snare attempts to come, the people, especially those who know you best, are going to say, ah, I, I really don't believe that. The next one I read earlier was Philippians 4, verse, verse 5. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. You want to be known for being reasonable, and you need for that reasonableness to be known. Because, you know, guys, a lot of us are closet Christians, closet whatever. We're doing good deeds, and yes, we want our left hand not to know what our right hand is doing. This is true. But at the same time, if you're known for being miserable, if you're known for being angry, if you're known for being, you know, a dictator, if you're, it's what you're being known for. And so you want, your, you want to be known, and you want to be known for being reasonable. Let your reasonableness be known to who? To everyone. You want to be known, and you want to be known for being reasonable. Okay, the next one was Acts 16, verse 12, verse 2, Acts 16, verse 2. Timothy was well thought of by the believers in this year, and Iconium, so Paul wanted him to join them on their journey. A little context on this one. Paul had just separated with Barnabas. So Paul and Barnabas was a team. A lot of us are in business with a partner of some sort, and we need to go our separate ways. Or you're looking to hire someone, or you're looking to add someone to your team. Well, Paul was doing that. And Timothy, because he was well thought of by the believers, Timothy had a great reputation amongst the believers. And because of Timothy's reputation, Paul, a huge, iconic apostle of of Jesus, wanted Timothy to join him. Okay, this is huge, guys. This is your good reputation opens doors. I can't tell you how many doors. My, you know, my reputation, you know, I hopefully, hopefully for with you, my reputation is good. But I, amongst those who know me, my reputation has absolutely opened doors. In fact, I hope you will join me on March 10th. I kick off a brand new segment for this show, Fundamentally Speaking, Charts, News, and Financial Impact. And my guest expert will be Sean Hyman. He's the author of The Biblical Money Code. He is a regular contributor on Fox News and other huge stations, CNBC and so forth, with regards to money. We're going to be doing a whole new wealth segment, and it kicks off on March 10 at 11.30 a.m., and it will be every every second Tuesday of the month. So, please, of course, you can always listen live, listen later. In that relationship came out of um, – that was a relationship built through time. So I'm going to give you those strategies quickly because time is running out. <clears throat> okay, so like I said, your reputation matters or reputation is built to relationships and who knows you matters more than who you claim to know. So here are my three favorite strategies and these strategies work offline and online. So if you are a uh, especially a leader or an entrepreneur and you're building your relationship, and I encourage you, if you're not already doing so, you should be building an online presence as much as you're offline, uh, as, long, as much as you're known for your brick and mortar or your office or your local, you're known locally. So here are my top three. There are more. <laughs> there are more, but I don't have time. Today's show is, you know, there's just no way to do all of that. So my top three, number one, be authentic. Number two, engage. 
And number three, be careful. Let's go over them really quickly. Be authentic. Oh, my gosh, guys. So many copycats out there. There's so many copycats out there. And it's, it's, it's great to be inspired and influenced. But when you get inspired and influenced, that's all it should be. You should take that and run with it and put your personal spin on it. Copying to right down to the last minute, you know, is not really a good idea. Um, it just, it really is not. And I want to tell you, honestly, it really is almost impossible there because the knockoff will always show up. There are a lot of product knockoffs because whenever there's something good and brilliant out there, there will always attempt to be a copy. And we all know that the copycat knockoffs of big brands as close and as am- as amazing as they look, they cannot command the price or the status of the original. I want to say that again. The copycat, as, as fantastic and as affordable as it will be, will never command the status or the price of the original. In the same way, I want to use another one of my favorite examples. My son-in-law is a manager with McDonald's. You can't get more cookie cutter than McDonald's. And he is the one that they send out to failing McDonald's because when he shows up, things turn around. Amazingly, same location, um, set up, same menu, same training, and yet the, the stores do not perform the same. They, and they send him in and he turns it around and it does it does amazingly because he's there. You will always bring the you factor, and that you factor will always be unique, no matter how much you try. I had a, uh, I went to an art class, and myself and about 20 others were in there. And we're following the instructor, and we're copying the picture that they showed us. She showed us how to do the strokes, which colors to use, which brush, which pass, everything. Yet we had 20 completely different pictures in the room, similar. Similar but different. And that is the point. You really need to be authentic. You need to be deliberately authentic. And Christians, if, if, you're, if you're listening in today, your authenticity should come from your identity in Christ, okay, because that is our most, most authentic selves. We should no longer be conformed to the world. We should be transformed, and that should show up if we are authentic. The second one was to engage, to engage. I mean, I've seen this so many times, these one-way street relationships. They want, you know, people are ready to ask you to do for them, to do for them, to do for them, to do for them, and they're never available to return the favor. This will get you absolutely no brownie points, and some people will even remember that and hold it and hold it against you. So you need to engage. In fact, I'm a strong believer of delivering way more than I expect to get back. In fact, I will give without an idea of receiving, but it's an amazing, amazing concept out there that when we give, and we give a lot, and we give things of value, an amazing return comes back to us, a harvest over and above what we planted in seeds. But there's so many tight-fisted people. When you're tight-fisted and you won't give, you won't engage, you don't get back. Your fist is not open to receive. So, guys, you need to be authentic. You need to engage. This is not a one-way street. This is absolutely give and take. But I want you, I hope you, I hope I can inspire you to truly give, give generously, and give things of value because 
even if you, when you don't give with the expectation of receiving, there is an amazing phenomenon. It's just something out there that God has just put in place that it will just come right back to you and a harvest more than what you sow, 30, 60, 100-fold. Last of all, I want to re- um, remind you to be careful. Be careful. And we kind of picked this up in the verse uh, earlier about First Peter 2, verse 12. Keep your conduct among the Gentiles honorable so that when they speak against you, your, they may see your good deeds. Guys, people will be nasty. They will say bad things. And when you get on um, review sites like Yelp, Y-E-L-P, Sometimes people put nasty reviews about you out there. And in, in the case of Yelp, it is almost impossible to take those down. And sometimes they're just put up there by your competitors. People are jealous of you. And it is hard to get down. And Google will pick it up. And people put your name in it, bam, there is that horrible thing that is totally untrue, and it is out there, which is why your reputation is so much more important. You may lose some people, but those who matter to you, those who know you the most, will know ah, that is not correct. That does not match up. The other thing I wanted to point out was First Thessalonians 5, verse 22. Now, it reads a lot differently in other versions. My favorite for the purpose of this conversation is the King James Version, which says, abstain from all appearance of evil. So the appearance of evil is incredible. Many of you know I'm a paralegal, and I serve a short stint at the U.S. Um, attorney's office where we had the federal cases came in. And guys, circumstantial evidence, oh my gosh. Theoretically, they don't hold up, but we know public opinion. And public opinion drives a lot of things. It may even drive the investigation. So circumstantial evidence is huge. And circumstantial evidence, you get enough of it together, it almost creates an implication. So you want to be careful. I remember as a child, my father being a well-known religious leader um, would not have, you know, he, there were, were from Jamaica, not a lot of people had cars. And so there were young ladies who would need a ride home, especially after the late night Sunday service. And he would make a point of taking us kids in the car with him, lest it be said that he was alone with this young lady. Not even the appearance of evil. And when it comes to managing your reputation, you sometimes need to be very vigilant and certainly very careful. Be careful about who your friends are because sometimes by association you get grouped with those people. So we need to be careful. So those are my top three. There are absolutely many, many more, and it works online as well as offline. Three strategies to building your relationships for success. Be authentic, engage, and be careful. Now, I challenge all leaders, entrepreneurs, authors, coaches, breadwinners, step into your moment. Remember, the easiest way to connect with me is to download my app to your smartphone. No more typing in websites, searching for my radio show and all that kind of stuff. Type my name in Trudy Behrman on your smartphone and pull my free app down. Thank you so much for joining me today on Debt Free Wealth Radio with Trudy Behrman. I look forward to doing a show for you on intellectual property, the income opportunity in intellectual property. I am trying to get uh, my lawyer friends to connect with me on that, so look out for that one as well. Don't forget March 10, the kickoff, we're fundamentally speaking with Sean Hyman. Oh, I'm looking forward to that one as well. So thank you again for tuning in to today's show. Let's pick up the momentum and press on for the prize of the high calling of God in Jesus Christ. Trudy Behrman here saying I love you all and I will see you next week.